Hello. Hello. And welcome to Experience Share. It's please don't interrupt me, Josh. <laughs> well, it seemed like you were reading me episodes instead of the bug catchers because you were saying it and then pausing for so long. We just had a whole like 15 minute conversation and caught up. I greeted you then, Joshua. Yeah, now yeah. we're now we're professionals. Okay, well, just take it from the top. Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me. I have to stop doing that because I think I maybe stole it from Griffin McElroy. Weren't we trying to make a feud with them a few seasons ago? Or we were claiming that? that? It's the bug catcher's fault because they're difficult to mobilize. But last week, we called them up to duty, active service, and asked them to source a, a Mewtwo... Armored Mewtwo. Uh, armored Mewtwo the best figurine one. for you. Yeah. And we got some links. Although I don't think it's quite right. It's some like modern take on Mew- armored Mewtwo where he, he's got like more armor and it's all futuristic anime. Yeah, it's, well, it, it's from Mewtwo Strikes Back that I see here. Well, first I will give, for the participants, I will give a respete to... At Al Poston and at Jamie's Bowers ninety two on Twitter for so they are capable it. of being mobilized. They can be mobilized for the right. So reason, we know apparently. we can start feuds, but um, let's talk about our Pokemon podcast. It's called Experience Share. My name is Tansier. Pincer, 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 Tansier. Tanser. Ooh, Tansier. <laughs> is it Pincer? Come on. Where are we, Tansier? <laughs> AKA Tanner Green Ring. Um, again, I don't know. Two weeks in a row, just tacking I, the tan on the front of a what Pokemon. What do you want me to do, Joshua? <laughs> you get in the you get in the cockpit here and try to to steer this thing. Well, why don't you try to say the next one for me? Fjelgsecutor. 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 I think is a yeah. little closer. Fjelgsecutor. Fjelgsecutor. That's got a ring. Fjelgsecutor. I mean, it's. Basically as hard to say as my last name. A.K.A. Joshua Fjellstad. We are here. It's early in the morning on a weekday. Josh is squeezing us in before a meeting. He's really like salary man now. So we're all lucky to have him. Thank you, Joshua, for joining us. Just really got to work this in between all my meetings. I'm really feeling fresh. Um, this is the earliest record we've ever done. Here I mean, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm slugging this coffee, so... Any, any housekeeping? Any housekeeping that you need to take care of on your team before we before we begin on our journey? No, that it was just the respete for the bug catchers who sent that armored Mewtwo. I do, I like it, and I I'm I've got it, got my eye on it. I'm watching it on eBay, You're seeing if any honey deals but come up for it. I'm curious to Tanner's point if there is one that doesn't have the spikes. Mm-hmm. It's the Takara Tomi one from I guess Mewtwo Strikes Back. I guess it looks great, I'm but it's not quite right. I'm Mewtwo, thinking original anime or anime. Yeah. yeah, the one that's just in the It's like the, helmet the and chamber, gauntlets, right? Yeah. And this one does have that, but the spikes are a little aggressive. It's cool looking, <laughs> Talking but it's about Mewtwo a little aggressive. Yeah, it, it's it's still fetching, but I am not quite ready to pull the trigger. No other so housekeeping you want to bring up nothing at all like No. I don't know. Any no. new surf surf records you want to set or oh you know what we should do just while we're here at oh. the beginning of the episode before we really get into the root the leg this week yeah um because this is a bit of a leg 
Uh, we should probably take care of Totem Tally. It was a long oh, leg, I tons of stickers to pick up. Figured we didn't really have to do that this week. Totem Tally. Because we don't have that much so time. So what, um, what was your totem tally this week? 80. Whoa! Which I was feeling really good about. That's enough to go cash in on something, right? Yeah. I don't remember wow. what it is. Yeah, cool. 85 for Skullgrunt. I absolutely have no idea. I, I, where did you like, go? Stumbled into 85. Did you go other places? No, I did the route. I did the dang route that I you just, listed. Maybe I got the number wrong. I feel like it's 80. Maybe it was 82. Either way, it's definitely not 85. But I And I don't really understand what I could have missed to get to that number. I guess you just don't have that totem eye like I do, you know? There's something... Yeah, it's like a it's like a hunter's last sense. week. Whenever when I, I see did. that little glisten <laughs> anywhere, you know, I'm on it. I pounce. There, there were some pretty clever ones that I was feeling pretty good about finding. I think mostly in like that ancient pony path or something. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess now I'm gonna have to go back, and I have a lot of training I'm gonna have to keep doing in the next week. So yeah, pretty embarrassed. For don't you. count me like out. A really busy schedule too. So <laughs> I also will say in terms of housekeeping uh i remember i went to the pony beach and then i saw that it was a surf spot and i was like oh wait i need to make sure that i actually beat the leg first before i do this and then i forgot so i don't have a mantine surf update i didn't try it did you try it um i don't care to, i'm gonna go i you did not even have a score one. on here in the notes yeah, I did one test run, and I was in fast motion, so I'm going to go back and give it a real college try, and we'll maybe update the bug catchers both next week. Okay, bug catchers, you will have to wait one more week for a Mantine Surf. For update. leg three. And I, I think I have an update on leg two, too. I think I, I have to go back and check your score. I haven't gone back and looked. Oh, Ula Ula's the second leg. I was 25,380 on that. Next week, we're gonna get, the first 15 minutes is dedicated to like a whole sports center-like segment <laughs> where we're just going to really dive deep into all of our Mantine surf results for all three of the available routes so far. Yeah, take that, Greg Leatherman. You could just speed through the 15 minutes of the first part of the next episode because we're it'll only be talking about Mantine surf, which we love. But it'll be richly produced, so you're, you're really going to kick yourself if you miss it. <laughs> Oh, great. That's artistic. Uh, whose episode is that episode. to edit? No, this <laughs> is mine. Yours. You're the next. No, you're right. That one's mine. Okay, so great. I Great. Thanks for the extra homework, too. We're whisked away, Joshua. Once again, uh, I mean, we're just constantly, like, Parrothead is constantly just, like, at a beach bar, like, knocking back pineapple juices, and then somebody just, like, throws them onto a boat. Or they're like, hey, you know what happens on international waters, you know? Last week, we talked about the sort of, like, glamour shots that they that they gave us of Lily at the end of our journey in the Aether Foundation. The outfit origin story thing that I... Pretty I strange. Um, really even remember. I'm curious how they handled it in your game, because obviously in my game, my character is Skullgrunt. He is the leader of Team Skull after he is deposed Guzma and sent him to like the hell dimension where surely his like soul is being flayed. Mm -hmm. I now have access to a personal bodyguard, Gladion, and his cigarette boat. And that's kind of how I'm getting between the islands. There's even a huge like Team Skull like decal on the side of the boat. You can't miss it. Oh, wow. I'm curious how they handle it for Parrothead. I'm surely they don't give you access to the same boat. And if they did, you wouldn't take it, right? No, uh, you 
Uh, I don't, I guess you wouldn't have taken it, but I believe you would have at least gotten a preview, uh, a little taste of actually the boat that Parrothead predominantly makes his way around the Alolan Islands now. Because that cigarette boat thing, that's like really not his style. Uh, yeah. It's a little too fast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if you're going like tubing, you know, maybe if you're in the mood for some afternoon like tubing behind a boat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that you know, he'll he'll mix that in occasionally. But Just for a little thrill. The way that he actually gets around was found in the Seafolk village, which yeah, is that stunning magic harp, like all wooden enclosed magic harp that's kind of a carriage style and it's got a big lounge in the Looks back. Looks like it sailed right out of Animal Crossing and yeah. right into to Pokemon. It's got Ultra a Sun and Moon. big bed in there, a whole you know, so tiki cozy. bar, a big like all these know, little lounge, houseboats. Chair. So we we've landed in Pawnee, Indiana, from Parks and Rec. Hmm. It's an island in this game, but everyone's here. <laughs> Pawnee, yeah, that that all is how favorite you say it, probably. Pawnee, yeah, Pawnee Island. <laughs> I don't remember any of the characters' names now. <laughs> I don't either. I, Ron Swanson. I, I watched all of it and I liked that show, but Tom I Bombadil. only watched it once. Uh, April O'Neil, Chris Pratt. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> All of them are here in Pawnee in, in, uh, Island. Seafolk Village, which is... Seafolk um, Village. I think... The county seat. I don't know if you saw this interview with James Cameron, but I believe that he cited Seafolk Village from Pokemon Sun and Moon Absolutely. as uh, being the inspiration for Avatar 2 The Way of Water. I'm, I'll say this. I have not seen that interview. Um, but in the same way I would warn maybe like a misguided uncle, I will warn you to be a little bit more dubious about that that source oh. that you're getting information from it's believable i could see it what what the hell was he so? doing for the past 13 years seen, waiting hey, for I this movie seen Avatar to come out to playing the way of water oh you're missing out it's, on a it's visual delight it's a lot of docks the sort of a dock based the society. water the water navi whatever the hell their name is i already forgot that they have villages that are set up exactly like the seafolk village where it's just like all out on like shallow waters. Boat, Steelix boat. Yeah, they get around. They get around in Magikarp and Steelix boats. What are the What are the boats? There's a Steelix boat. There's some other big boat. What is it? Mi- Miku. What the hell's her name? She has something else. What's her I, now I can't her remember. deal? Mina. She looks. Mina. She always looks high. Oh yeah, she's the captain. She's like an artist. Uh, suspiciously, her, her she's like she's wearing like a white smock, like an artist smock, and suspiciously, it's covered in the exact same colored splotches of paint as was splattered all over Poe Town. That is sort of actually a pretty interesting observation that I had not co- connected previously. Makes you wonder, like, is she just like fresh off the crime scene? But she seems pretty. Um, she seems like Parrot Head's people. I would say, to put it politely. Oh, definitely. She <clears throat> seems a little distracted. We she spent some like time she, on her boat. She seems a little fatigued, a little, little slow to respond, you know, a little sluggish. <laughs> yeah. Her, I'm just trying to see. Her a little droopy. What is her boat? God damn. I can't find it. Wish Cash. There we go. Wish oh, cash. yeah. Which looks incredible. Yeah. That's probably the best one. But, you know, we, we became buds. So Barrett Head spent a lot of time on that boat, but, you know, I'm not a villain. I'm not going to take it. We bought oh, that yeah. Magikarp one, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to, um, well, I don't know what I'll do. 
Maybe burn the whole thing to the ground. Well, Jesus. What? Is that too villainous? That's like not Pokemon. Yeah, why are you just like, burning it to the ground? I don't know. I'm, I'm not <laughs> an evil person, Joshua. I'm still trying to calibrate to here. I'm calibrating. <laughs> I'm just going to... I like that boat. I'm going to just burn it. It's all definitely a fire hazard. <laughs> all wood. Yikes. So you're just like Edie Falco in Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Hmm. <laughs> I guess so. Go see Avatar 2, The Way of Water, bug catchers. We got to make sure that James Cameron gets his $2 billion at the box office so we could see the other three movies. Let me ask you about some of the sights and sounds around Seafolk Village. Did you do any fishing? Uh, I did. Well, I did, but not here. I went fishing on the, the Pony Breaker Coast. Well, you can do some fishing right here in Seafolk Village. And if you do, you fish up some, some refuse that I'm going to say tentatively is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, wow. But I'm more barf curious about it because when I did catch it, I thought, oh, yeah, here it is going right at the top of the barf list. And then as I fought more of them and caught one, because it's definitely evil, I I decided that it's actually really cool and I like it. And it's called Delmize. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can catch that in there? You, there, you, there. You can fish for them in the village. That's interesting. I've kind of always, uh, I have experimented with it a little bit. I, it's not a bar for me. Um, I think the concept being as interesting as it is makes it not. Oh, you have a better. There's that little. So if you go into the Steelix boat and you go out the back door, there's a little dock there where you can fish off of at a bubbling spot. Yeah. And if you fish there, your chances of getting a Delmize are way higher. But you can get a really low chance of getting a Delmize everywhere else. And Delmize would fit on Parrot Head's team, I think. I mean, we're It's pretty fucking people. cool. Uh, at first I it's saw an it, was anchor. Like, oh, gross. It's like a big ugly anchor with like it's got it's like magneton. It's like a uh, bastardization of magneton and um, the sword pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Aegis Slash. Aegis Slash, where it's like a magneton holding an anchor, and the anchor is also, it's like schnoz. 12 foot 10 inches tall. Jesus, that's cool. He's Whoa. called a sea creeper Pokemon. Um, and he's got literary or- origins, too. Well, it's well, they, all, they Well, Bulbapedia, this is a Tanny's fact, I guess. Bulbapedia's... I think like editorial board is a little lacking. <laughs> yeah, there's some of the. I mean, as we've detailed over the past few years, their origins will often say appears to or maybe this. Yeah, that's and then that's also the might here. be this. And it's like, why don't you just land on one thing? They say here that it's a combination of demise and helm, which I the helm eyes is I think the way Bulbapedia wants us to pronounce it. So I guess we'll go with the official pronunciation. Since we get so much shit about how we, how we pronounce Pokemon names, we'll go with the official Bulbapedia pronunciation, Dehelmize. Dehelmize? For this one. Sounds great. Anyway, it's a cool Pokemon, and it's not my You Make Me Barf Pokemon, It's but it's it it took a journey to get there. Oh, but you didn't even say what it's... It's, it's a literary ghost origin is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they say that it's based on, oh, it's in Dracula, where a ship captain is found tied to his helm of the ship helm after being drained by the drained protagonist. Drained by Dracula. Sure. Or. That's cool. Captain Ahab. Sure. That, and, that, and then, again, that was me questioning the editorial board. Because they don't say anything. They're just like, 
the, the they're like, oh, Captain Dracula Ahab. one is better. Just <laughs> yeah. go with that. That makes more sense. Maybe we should get in there. I guess it's a wiki. I guess we could get in there and do some work. Let's just start do disputing some things. Yeah. Well, I like it, and I'm curious if you're going to be running it now. If that's what you're. We'll implying. see. I guess Ghost Grass is what it is, which is kind of kind of weird. It doesn't evolve into or from anything, but you know, it's a giant 12 foot anchor, uh, ghost anchor. Well, so is it? I don't know where it could go from there. Is it a I chill guess it guy? Could evolve into like a giant ocean liner. I don't think it. Um, let's yeah, talk it could about become it. an entire like sentient haunted ship. That would be kind of cool. cool. Um, its ability is Steel Worker, which boosts Steel type moves by fifty percent. So it must learn some Steel moves too. That's pretty interesting, and it does. But does not have stab on those Steel moves. Must be incredibly slow, which it is. It's um, interesting because it's extremely boat themed. Let's talk about whether or not it's a evil. Because I just sort of made the call that it was. It's, it's got kind ghost. of, it's got, it's a ghost. It's got sort of sinister seaweed eyebrows that make it look like it's scowling. Mm-hmm. You see that? Oh it's, yeah. And it's got sort of, it's got chilly. It's got dark vibes. Let's go check out the. Yeah, set. but you could also interpret. Oh, it's all about like draining people's like life force. It's uh it's instruments that are its eyes as though it's like winking coyly at you. Sure. You know what? You know where? <laughs> you know where my defense but, on, yeah, of it, it being a chill Pokemon is. Is Look. it feels like a very like spooky villain in like a like 1960s Disney kind of way. Like it's the kind of thing you would see on like a not oh, scary yeah. like scary dark ride. And it's kind of campy. I think and it's campy and fun, and therefore I think would fit on like a paired head team. But you know what? I also kind think it fits on a Skullgrunt team. So I really think it could go either way. Whoever gets there first, if they want it. But we'll... And according to to Lord Greg Leatherman, <laughs> any Pokemon can can be good or evil. It depends on the trainer. Well, Sounds like that's some real anime shit to me. That's true, but that is also I think it's pretty hard to deny a Jimmy Buffett themed team from having a big anchor on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm not running it yet, so I guess we'll we'll see. Maybe okay. we'll have to rock, paper, scissors over it. Did you talk to the veteran? Th- this fucking island is just full of these, like, jort-wearing, like, Kevin James-length <laughs> pant veterans. Yeah, I had, that's, one of them is the one that I bought the Magic Not Kevin James. boat from. Kevin James is the guy from King isn't, of Queens, right? Isn't that Paul Blart Mallcop? Mal- yeah. Yeah. And Who's King the other Queens? guy? Who's Silent Bob? Who Jesus. wears the long pants? Oh, uh, God. Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's exactly what they're like. That that's who I negotiated with to buy my Magikarp boat. Oh yeah, and the Steelix boat. There's a guy who um Oh, it's I think maybe a female veteran. I think if you show her an Alolan Raichu, she'll give you Alo Raichium Z. Oh what? I'm surprised you missed it. I'm starting to think that Barrethead was still in a haze when he landed here <laughs> and like maybe didn't explore Seafolk Village as much many, as he uh, should have. And also Kelpie berry juices or whatever. Maybe that is where all of those totem stickers that I don't have are. <laughs> oh yeah, this this village is saturated in totem stickers. We do They're end up everywhere. back in Seafolk Village at the end of this leg, so I will be taking a closer look at this place. There's also a guy here who will just, um, he's willing to teach you this incredible Pokemon move called Dragon Ascent. And he takes a look at your party and says, oh, sorry, you don't have any Pokemon who learned Dragon Ascent. Oh, yeah. 
So I asked him, oh, what Pokemon learned Dragon Ascent? And he said, oh, only one. Fucking Rayquaza. Yeah, like, we so need to So come back to me when you have the legendary Pokemon Rayquaza on your that team. That you can't even get in this game. We need a guy dedicated to giving that move away to a Pokemon you can't even get in this game. Yeah. Oh, I guess I left my fucking Master Ball with Rayquaza in it in my old, like, Team Grunt uniform. And you can still get, you can still get Dragon Ascent in uh, the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. You don't need to. Why do you need it here? I think this is some like gamer nonsense shit. Like every now and then you just encounter one of these gamer nonsense shit things where it's like some leak gamer is porting Rayquaza into this game for some reason. Yeah. Some competition battle reason and needs to put Dragon Totem or Dragon Ascent on it. Yeah, that's definitely right. Get out of my role playing experience. You elite gamers. Yeah, we're we're filthy casuals over here. What's what's Skullgrunt supposed to do with this? Yeah. Um, and then one last person here, Josh, and this is um, the centerpiece of a segment called Is It a Bad Guy? Okay. There's a woman here on the, I think she's on one of the boats. We'll just hand you an Aerodactyl. <laughs> Jesus, I missed that too. <laughs> she just says, here's an Aerodactyl. Do you want it or not? And you say yes, and you put it in your box because you need to ask your co-host, is it a bad guy? It's got a mean it look. It is rock flying. Mega Aerodactyl, especially. Mega Aerodactyl looks like a fucking black metal album. Cover. Yeah. It's like screeching above like four men playing guitars. Dark energy, dark look. You don't seem like you're, you have energy. much of a fight in you over this. You seem like you're ready to just It cave. feels pretty neutral, but it feels like... I, I feel like it's in the Polyrath situation where it's like, this thing could just fly off the handle pretty much instantly. Yeah, I think so, too. And in the right hands, it could be pretty dangerous. Its teeth are like saw blades. It's less, it's less a Pokemon and more a it's weapon. It's described as savage. Is it nice in the anime? I doubt it. doesn't look like it from some of the screenshots I'm seeing on Bulbapedia. He's often breathing fire at people. Used to be used it by an evil like... trainer to torment the civilians of Altomare. Mm-hmm. 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 Seems more twisted than not. I don't have a good reason to say that it's nice. Okay. You Great. want it? Are you gonna do it? You care? Isn't it like? Isn't it like semi legendary or something? It's like a good Pokemon, well, right? It's, it's a fossil Pokemon. I thought it was like known to be good. They gave it a Mega Evolution. It's it's definitely good. Someone must like it. It's good. It's got good stats. Decent stats. You know what? It's it's about having. I think it's outclassed by options. Archeops now. That rock flying like well, ancient that's Pokemon. Certainly never gonna fly with me. No, 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 no. If you want anything like that, you're gonna have to go for Aerodactyl. It's embarrassing that you don't have an Archeops yet, and I know you've run it. I know you've run it, and I don't want to hear it. You. If there's, a, if there's any one Pokemon who looks like a parrot, more like a parrot, isn't isn't the problem that you have the fossil in Ultra Moon? That gives Arky the baby. Find a way, one. Joshua. Life finds a way. Mobilize the bug. Mobilize the bug catchers. Well, yeah, yeah, I could. Couldn't you just give me one if I really wanted to do it? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to do. Fine. I'll think about it. Could be a late game. I mean, I've, I, there's, there's, there's. I would like have to trade though. 600 Pokemon, official Pokemon that I've never seen before. So maybe one of them looks more like a parrot, but maybe like Chatot. Yeah. Well, I'm not running that thing. <laughs> Too All bad. right. Back to Pawnee. 
Tell me where you went after Seafolk Village. Well, we are here... After this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joshua, we've been unceremoniously dumped on the docks of Seafolk Village and mm-hmm. told to seek out the Kahuna of Pawnee. I think her name is Leslie Nope. Yeah, good, um, good one. Keep running she, with the joke. And um, we arrive, and this like stoner on the dock, I think it's April Ludgate, <laughs> her assistant, is like, sorry. She, she won't tell you outright. She's like, the Kahuna thing is sort of an issue here. You should definitely go seek out Hapu um, for more information. And uh, So now that's our mission. Who's We've Hapu? explored the village. What, do you have the Parks and Rec wiki open now? Stone, you want to keep the... <laughs> oh, um, who's Hapu? Let's see. I, I just have a Google search for Parks and Rec character names <laughs> open. <laughs> um, Hapu is Jean-Ralphio Saperstein. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, um, we are being we sent on a wild out. goose chase to go try to find the Kahuna. And of this we're told island. apparently she lives in I don't know the ruins of hope. <laughs> They're like, we need to contrive some way to get the player to something called the ruins of hope. So that's where Hapu is. Go find her. Yeah, um, but first you have to take this ancient Pawnee path. Just so you can really get a whole um, a flavor of Pawnee Island. The whole thing about Pawnee Island is there's only one small village here or a couple of small villages, including Seafolk Village. Mm-hmm. But most of the island is uninhabited wilds with lots of crazy Pokemon to experience and catch. Yeah, it's a pretty... Including maybe pretty close the, the big bad Pokemon on the cover of the game. And it's a pretty clear prototype for the wild areas in Sword and Shield. This, this whole section is like Pony Beach, Pony Wilds, and the Ancient Pony Path are all very intertwined and... Mm-hmm. You can spend as little or Full as much time reads. in them. Um, although not a ton of, of talent in terms of Pokemon in, the, in these grasses. Yeah, I was not enticed by... Unless you really love Pelipers. Much. Lots of Gastrodons. I do not like this. This Is this what a Gastrodon always looked like? Yeah. I think it looks dumb. <laughs> it was almost my you make me barf, but that felt a little severe. Yeah, that's very severe. I still like it. Um, lots of Frufrus. Really some barfy Pokemon out here. The only thing really holding us up are these dang boulders. These are, sorry, these dang, like, blocks, ancient blocks that someone has left all over the island. Oh, yeah. And we've seen them at our other, like, at other uh, ancient sites previously. I have an idea. I've actually seen this kind of thing before. Um, There's a TM called, or an HM called Strength. Oh, yeah. And if you teach it to a Pokemon, it can just move the, the blocks out of the way. And you don't need to do anything fucking disgusting <laughs> in the process. You don't have to compromise your morals. That sounds good. Yeah. Let's do that one. <laughs> because when you arrive at the ancient Pawnee path, you're told that it's been, Hapu is there. And she's like, uh, glad you can make it. Or it's it, maybe it's not even Hapu. It's Hapu's grandma or Hapu's mom or something. I think it's her grandmother. Hapu's here as well. But but someone teaches you this new power. Her, her grandmother your, does. Yeah. 
on your ride pager. It's my item finder of the week. It's called Machamp Shove. And the way it works is you get in your gear, as you do when when you ride any ride pager animal. Yeah, put on your your little outfit. You put on your little ride outfit. Skin tight, like aerodynamic bodysuit. Yeah. Cleated shoes. Neoprene. Yeah, cleated shoes. (laughs) Like elbow pads. And Machamp uses his bottom two arms to pick you up and cradle you like a little baby. Mm -hmm. Like how I pick up my cat Winston. And then he uses his top two arms to shove boulders out of your way. Yeah. Um, and he can run. If you hold down B, you can make Machamp run with you and his little arms. It's all very strange. This one felt weird. It feels like they're baiting us. And once again, I, I feel like I need to step in and just sort of say, like, Pokemon Pokemon Company, Game Freak, this feels irresponsible. Really putting, putting that freak in Game Freak. You're shaping an entire generation. To want to be You're, picked up by Machamp's burly, <laughs> glistening arms and be carried fine. around. Fine. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. You're all, you know what else you're doing? You're creating an entire uh, industry. You should see some of the communities I've seen online dedicated to stuff like Machamp picking you up with his little bottom arms. <laughs> yeah. Game Game Freak is secretly uh, in in big fur, big furry's yeah. pocket. <laughs> They've invested a lot into big furry it's it's definitely seems like it's really paid off too oh definitely that investment was worthwhile industry do you think this one is kind of it's like why would the trainer even need to be picked up it's like why doesn't the champ just go and shove everything why can't i ride his shoulders you (laughs) know like he should he should hold on to my ankles with his top arms while i'm riding the shoulders I, maybe that's also bad, though. That's bad. There's just it's a lose lose. Yeah, it's a lose lose. I just you uh, can ride I'm not in a little really backpack sure like Yoda. We have to be on like the peek out over his shoulder. <laughs> that's cute. That would be uh, fun. again or like a little platform on his back. Maybe that's. But then he the he Machamp sort of walks this line between man and Pokemon, like man and animal, and, and like having a little like, like platform on his back feels a little odd. Yeah, that feels manipulative. We know they don't. We know they don't like it. Rotom told us last week he was screaming from inside of his decks, his glass prison. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a lot of uh, pretty questionable blurred lines in here. You know what? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in any case, we have Machamp shove now, and that allows us to push around, solve some puzzles, big blocks, very simple solve puzzles. One, one puzzle, right. I think. One puzzle so far, although I recall from whatever the ruins of light or life or whatever it was back on one of the other islands had big stones, b- big blocks that oh, we, we will be back. able to push now. Julia is out here on the ancient Pawnee path, or actually she's back on the Pawnee Julia. Wilds, but did you take a battle with dancer Julia? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, Julia, I don't remember did, did Julia. Did you pick up her dance ticket? I think maybe you have to go back to the beach after doing something. Maybe she was here as a double battle with someone at one point. Yeah, and they both have Mayan foos. Oh, I yeah, I fought I fought the Mayan foo person. If you come back, I think the the woman People. of the couple is here again, and you can face off against her again. And she's got a pretty hot team, but it confirms what you've always said, which is that her team of four Oricorios, each of the the different variations. Yeah. It went down pretty, pretty quick, quick and easy, for old Skull Grunt. Yeah, there. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. You can return to the dancer, 
and then you can fight her, Julia. Well, and I gotta, she, and she gives I you a focus sash, which is a pretty good little prize. I gotta go back and do do a little bit more of a tour of uh, these wilds <laughs> and the Sifo yeah, Village. Yeah, sounds like you really just sort of took the easy studio tour, ancient pony path. Uh, you didn't really leave the little cart. No, she's got all the oracorios. That sounds look fun great. to look at. Yeah, tear tear through them pretty easily though. And then you get a focus sash. Then we're at the ruins of hope, which is where we've been told to go to seek out Hapu. We find oh, her. Oh, there was also a nice little, um, this happened to me because I read a book back in the Mali library because the green books, like in a, any kind of like old Ill- animated like film, you know, you could always tell in these games if there's an object you can interact with where it will be like brighter oh, yeah. and it's, like. It's a little a, different. Yeah, than like the background stuff. And there's a book yeah. if you pull out and read some little story in Mali library that a book with like a I think a Mudsdale and then like a young girl falls out a photo and oh. if you've opened that book and then you talk to the grandmother after getting inside the house after getting them a champ shove uh she'll reminisce about like oh that was back when I was a little girl with my beloved Mudsdale and then she gives you a heart scale yeah and then you that is cute. then you listen to her and and you head out to the ruins is that, is that Hapu Hapu's a time traveler? No, that's the the Mudsdale that is Hapu's slash ours. Because isn't that yeah. the Mudsdale that we summon I with think the right? We major? call it. Yeah, I, that's what I think is confusing, and there is some amount of um, at least teleportation going on. But anyway, yeah. this uh, immortal Mudsdale is was Hapu's grandmother's and is now Hapu's slash ours. A slash ours, and we find them. <laughs> we find Hapu outside of the Ruins of Hope, and we dive in. We use our Machamp to push some... Well, we use our Machamp to take a little nap in his sweet, nurturing arms. Oh, yeah. Well, he shoves around some some big blocks. Uh, and we find Hapu at the, at the r- heart of the ruins. We've just missed this wild ceremony, uh, this beautiful ceremony. It's, you only see it uh, once in a lifetime. Yeah, we've just missed just it. just missed it. Um, apparently, the... Uh, Tapu Finny, the Tapu of the island. Are the Tapu Pokemon? They are, right? We get a shot at catching these things? They are Pokemon. I cannot I remember one of these things. if we get the shot at catching them. I'm sure we must. Tapu Finny has just made the the Kahunaless Pawnee Kahunit again by giving the Kahuna ship mm-hmm. to Hapu. So now we've got a we've got a grand kahuna of Pawnee again. Hapu thanks you for your service and says essentially just like this is new to Ultra Sun and Moon, and we couldn't figure out a way to make it fit into the main sequence of the story. So I'm just going to tell you outright that if you fly to this new island called Executor Island, <laughs> um, there will be a little mini game there, and then you can get the Moon Flute that you were previously missing having been given the sun flute by Gladion. Right. And the inverse is true of your friend Parrothead. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you, Hapu. Very good advice. So I flew to Love um, it. Executor Island. <laughs> you fly back to Seafolk Village, and then you get a ride. Pokemon Crossroads, I can't wait to see how they, uh, what happened in the original Sun and Moon here, because this is clearly just stuck on. Yeah, sun and moon. they make up. I actually, I didn't even remember that. Like, so Executor Island is maybe a new maybe it's only an ultra sun ultra moon is what you mean i don't know it just like clearly seems out of place she was she's just like you should fly here and get the other flute and you're like okay i will and you fly there and when you get there there's some alolan executors here and that alolan executor is joshi sweetie 
interesting. Come on. No, I agree, but um, it's interesting because the Alolan executors out here are being plagued by something, and they've gone they've gone sort of wild. But once you settle them down, fits. They're very chill. But the thing that is causing their fits is my actual. Well, I guess I I wrote here it's a disgusted gag of the week because it didn't really make me barf, and I think this thing has been my barf before. But I would be surprised th- if not. The 3D models in this modern game do Pincer no favors. He looks pretty bad. His weird little, just like perfectly like oval-shaped mouth with like yeah. ribs, rib teeth. It's like a gaping maw with the <laughs> the like sideways teeth that like move. Like they found pretty good ways keys. to modernize all of those like original Pokemon sprites, you know, and make them feel like actual creatures. But uh, Pinsir just looks like a bad update. Yeah, they've never they really been able to figure out what to do with Pinsir, and they just they they're stuck with it. So here we are. We're both out here on Executor Island with both of our sweeties and our our Barfies, um, and we've dispatched the Barfies to free the sweeties to be their sweet little selves once again and in doing so unlocked something that could have easily just been a ride pager move but i guess they thought handing them out that liberally would be a little weird because instead we just like walk up to these alolan executors and shimmy up their necks to sort of go between levels yeah vertical levels i mean because we have to climb to the top of this hill where sure enough just on like a podium just no sitting pop, out there no circumstance. For anybody to take it. There's the flute, the other one. Now you've got both flutes. Still absolutely no idea what to do with them. But we have them. Or why I have them, or why they've been given to me. It's but. to summon one of the box art Pokemon, and that box art Pokemon somehow has something to do Great. with can't wait to see opening up an ultra wormhole, etc. Yeah, maybe he'll pull Guzma out of hell. Yeah. That would Yo, be great for Guzma. We're Bad all just trying to grab... Save Guzma and Lusamine from the depths of hell. There was no big battle this week, really. Um, but let's check in on our teams, because it seems like maybe there's been a little bit of movement that we should sound off on in level check. Level check. What do you uh, What do you got this week? Anything interesting? Anything new? Yeah, there's not a lot of movement on Parrothead, in Parrothead's flock. They're still just okay. searching for that lost shaker of salt. And Jimmy Buffett, Alolan Raichu, at level 56, yeah. is still leading that search. Yeah, and probably has some pretty stunning moves now, holding that Alu Raichu MZ, huh? Soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Coconut, the Pessimian's level 52. Uh, Fruitcakes, mm-hmm. the Neuburn is level 54. Cheeseburger... Snorlax, level 52. Joe Merchant, Talonflame, level 54. And then my equivalent, I guess, of the chopping block, because that's a little aggressive for Parrothead, is on ice. Oh, cool. Where we've put... You'll see Cheeseburger is still on the team at the moment, but I'm testing out whether the team is more powerful with Cheeseburger, the Snorlax, who is on on ice. And then yeah. Tango, the two cannon, who's level 51, is on ice. And I was trying out what does the team feel like without two cannon. And then this next week it will be without Snorlax. And then now that there are other Pokemon that have been opened up to me, we might see yeah. one or both or another Pokemon get swapped out and put on ice. 
So you got some fresh faces here in Pawnee. The new one is uh, Alolan Vulpix because I don't know about you, but I'm I'm pretty sure you literally are hearing, perhaps even smelling something distinct in the air, and it's the banana yeah. wind that calls you to have a oh, holiday. I don't, huh? It's odd. I don't know if I've I've ever heard the banana wind calling me. You've, but you've never. Sounds great. Never felt a uh, fever, or depression, anger, or aggression. Looking for a remedy. Is this a BetterHelp ad? And, and it's not some kind of talking rocket science. The answer to the questions is fairly plain to see. You need a holiday. Oh yeah, and I'm taking the banana one, actually, wind on Sunday. Yeah. So I actually he- have heard the the call of the banana wind. Um, who's banana wind? Alolan Vol- Volpix, because okay. uh, the song "Holiday" off the great. Late album, 1996, Banana Wind by Jimmy Buffett. But, uh, sort of an wow. uh, untrodden, forgotten gem. Popular one? And oh, yeah. uh, it's all about how the Weather Channel girl is has her perfect weather curl, and she talks about how it's cold, I cold, cold, just we like a low We don't need picks. more Jimmy Buffett lyrics. No? Um, I think... But anyway, a Banana Wind. picks is fine. And I'm not going to make a fuss over it, and but I am going to I'm going to quietly judge you until it turns into a big cloud of weed smoke. It will be in the next week. I needed okay. to get a couple more moves. It's only level 32, and I've been raising it since level one. I think it's interesting. I think your team is interesting. It's looking interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. That adds. We'll add ice and fairy to it. So chill. So, so many ki- cool chill Pokemon, and also a fire falcon, and also a. a Bad dragon. <laughs> Skullgrunt. Yeah, what's he got? Admin Courtney, Alolan Muck, level 54. Still loving it. Mm-hmm. Commander Mars, low punny, level 53. Colress, Vicavolt, level 53. Giovanni, Incineroar, level 54. And then there's been some movement, Joshua. Oh, yeah. So the chopping block chopped? Chopping block chopped Alolan Marowak. Uh, Alolan sure. Marowak you've done your service your name was mabel something yeah (laughs) and your services will no longer be required i am bringing up to the big leagues totem salazzle yeah jesse level 50 i couldn't believe salazzle wasn't on this team already and is that just because did you just unlock it um i well no i unlocked it a while ago i think it was like the level 50 uh, totem prize from Samson Oak. Salazzle checks a lot of boxes for both Skullgrunt and I think Tanner as well. Certainly at, for Affinity Admin Tanner, certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've done a sexy Pokemon. She's a sexy lizard um, or he or she and they are fire poison, which is kind of unnecessary, wildly Zesty. unnecessary <laughs> on my team. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but it is a totem, which is, is fun. What is... So and when they are a totem Pokemon on your team, do you know what does that add? Nope. They don't seem to be any bigger or any more interesting. Uh, maybe they have better stats that I just haven't noticed. But I assume so. Oh, yeah. It enters battle at plus one special defense. So I presume when you have it on your team, it also does that. Oh, no. They are totem sized. I guess I just didn't really notice. <laughs> yeah. But they're pretty big. So they're just bigger? I guess so. I, I honestly didn't really notice, which makes me think that that's, well, whatever. <laughs> I feel like it must be that they get their buff when they enter. Did they do anything when you brought Salazzle into a battle? Did it animate? 
Totem-sized Pokemon have larger heights and weights compared to their original counterparts, which changes the mechanics of some moves. Totem-sized Pokemon can have a particular ability, as listed below. Oh, they have oh, different abilities, right. I guess. And I, I guess I just didn't notice that. But my Salazzle has something called Corrosion, um, which is, I think, uh, yep, the signature ability of Salazzle. So all Salazzles have Corrosion. <laughs> okay. And the other, my last Pokemon, Joshua, that so I've they're just on bigger, my team, basically, yeah, is also a totem Pokemon, and it's called Mimic You, okay. and its name is James. Oh, that's cute, Jesse and James. And it's level fifty. I got Jesse and James up to level fifty. So you were placed. Um, yeah, and here's some bad guy shit for you. Is um, I had a Mimic You who I've raised up and uh, loved, beloved love. Uh, I taught petrol. you to love Mimic Use. Yeah, and I pretty quickly boxed it so that I could pull out this big totem Pokemon, Mimikyu, who I named James, which is a much better name than Petrol. Who remembers Petrol? I didn't. I continue to not. I I even looked him up at some point, and then I forgot. So, welcome to the team, Jesse and James, Salazzle, Mimikyu, level 50. Totems! Big boys. Yeah, they're they're big boys, and maybe not much else, but... Yeah, and also, James is a it's cute that they're female Mimikyu. And- How, speaking of... Um, gender politics how are mm-hmm. things with Lopunny and incineroar going did they Poorly. resolve their... honestly <laughs> no it's gotten very like Res- it's sort of moved into that kind problems? of like icy phase now where they're not communicating oh my like God. even their communications through me and some of the like other intermediates on the team like alone muck oh admin um, has gotten pretty nasty Oof. yep so it's not going well. We're still sort of seeing if maybe someone else, if, you know, we're, I don't, I don't want to like let you know how the sausage is made, but, you know, we're interviewing other people who might be good for, for Incineroar. They interview some other candidates. Lopunny interviews people to it's a little make set up. the relationship little, decisions. Not Lopunny. No, Lopunny is essentially like a cut from the team. Oh. <laughs> She's there like in, in body, you know, but she rarely ever makes it into battle. Oh, wow. So I don't hear wedding bells, I guess. We're on a new island with lots of new Pokemon, um, and there's definitely a, an opening on the team. I love Lopunny. Don't get me wrong. She's great. She, I think she's just sort of outlived her usefulness on the team. Yeah, I could see that. Honestly, Vickerville is looking a little spicy, too. Jesus. <laughs> You're really only dedicated to Alolan Muck, of all things. And Incineroar. I see. And I think Mimikyu. But yeah, who's, who knows? Pawnee Island's pretty interesting. There's lots of crazy Pokemon on here. Joshua, we should go. It's the workday. The workday has started. We have yes, to get to work. We now. have business to do. So let's head out. Joshua, bug catchers, thank you for joining us this week. My name has been Tancer, uh, and I am joined, as always, by my ho- co host, Fjellexecutor. 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 Yeah. please do rate and review the show on apple Podcasts, and do follow the show anywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at exp share pod on twitter and instagram and check out the subreddit reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers and buy some merch at exp sharepod.com just like all the other stuff except for that subreddit but that's where we really everybody kind of cuts loose you know it's reddit's a little bit more unhinged yeah yeah <laughs> it's owned by Condé Nast, known for unhinged being being unhinged. Yeah. Um, see you next week, Joshua and Alola to you, bug catchers. Alola, enjoy that banana wind and smell you later.